Welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. Episode 16, A Secular Worldview. Well, hello and welcome to Cauldron of Worlds. I'm Chad Corey and this is episode 16, as I just said, the uh, secular belief system we're going to get into here, which is the fourth and final part of the belief system we began at the start of the second season, uh, some episodes and and months back. And this one, I think today is going to be a little bit shorter than usual because there's not a whole lot of detailed information I can provide you with a secular worldview because I think pretty much everyone understands what that is and there's not because there's not a lot of nuances to it necessarily. There's not a lot of stuff I can say on it other than it's basically the belief that there is no religious stuff, there's no religious mindset, there's no gods, there's no deities, there's no uh, really any philosophical point of view. I mean, you can have a philosophy, but there's no spirit, there's no real afterlife. Death is really the end, and life is just one has to, life is like a reality one has to experience. Um, anything that exists really is just the five senses and the rational thought, and that's that's pretty much it. And you're on this continual cycle of, of life, death, going on and on, and that's, that's the extent of it. Uh, morality is kind of fluid and flexible because it's really based on the concept of what you think is right for you, and when you really boil it down, because if there is no ultimate morality, if there is no ultimate punishment or result, like if there's no afterlife, there's no negative consequences for anything, then basically people can do whatever they want to do. Now, of course, some people will argue, I'm going to try and be the best person I can be and be a, you know, help to other people, and that's great if they want to do that. But again, I'm giving you some scenarios that you can play around with this. You can have a really a dark take on this of the secular worldview. You could have a more moderate approach in the secular worldview. Um, again, I'm just laying out some ideas and things, how you could take this in your worlds or how people could incorporate it or for themselves individually or for nations or even just for cultural identity. Uh, again, continuing here, I think gods and divinities, if they do exist, might be acknowledged, but maybe they're seen as like greater powerful beings like space aliens or something like that, or maybe they're like highly advanced forms of life, and so they're not really something you should worship. Maybe they're something you can you know, hope to ascend to by gaining more knowledge or more insider technology or what have you. So it's a, again, it's, it's taking the religious aspect out of it and putting more of a scientific or rational one, one on it. Um, the philosophy, philosophy part of it is seen more or less as a... How do I say that? It's it's not superstition, but it's maybe more scientific in how they approach things, and maybe that's where that morality comes in. I know last episode we talked a, a little bit about the moral philosophies and such, and kind of how I did some stuff in my own world setting of Trilodin, but also we talked about just on Earth how there's been different thought processes, special, especially political philosophies, and that maybe is where you can see some blending of the two two together, usually, not always, but usually when you have more of a secular worldview, there's more room for philosophy or a blending of philosophical thought with with the secular mindset. And they kind of blend well together in that extent, because basically people need something to believe, whatever it is. And they need some type of rationale to order their, their mind and their worldview and their sense of reality and, and purpose, basically. So that usually t- tends to go not necessarily always hand in glove, but it, it fits well together, especially if it's more of a philosophical morality or philosophical science or 
or uh, theory of how everything came about in, into reality. So those can be beneficial and helpful as well. And kind of like what I said before, how one approaches life and uh, the reality under this belief is, is kind of varied. Like I hinted at before, not really hinted, I said before, um, some people could look to be more you know, altruistic in their mindset and in nature, maybe seeking to do the most good for the most people as long as they were able to. Maybe they just they have that tendency they want to be that way, leave the world a better place for those after them kind of concept. Others might be more selfish, maybe seeking their own self-betterment and enjoyment for overall else. And still others might be kind of kind of in between, where they seek to enjoy their own lives, but not be the ult- you know, not at the ultimate expense of other people. So basically, I'm here to have fun, live my life, but I'm not here to necessarily stick it to the guy next to me necessarily if I don't necessarily have to, if that makes sense. So you know, there's kind of those three different ways you can do it. Or like I said, you could just be a really dark philosophy for secular mindset and just say, okay, I don't care. There's no reality. Everything is this. I'm going to live it up, and I don't care who I hurt or kill or destroy to get it. I want it. I need it. I'm going to do it. And that's another way you could take it on that that purpose as well. Uh, usually, and again, when I say usually, again, I'm speaking in generalities again, but usually in the secular belief system, science and reason tend to guide most who adopt this belief system. Um, somebody might be holding to discovered truths or insights as guiding lights for their own lives, but then again, there are those who might hold that science and reason can be flawed because people who are doing the science and reason are making the deductions and decisions on that can be imperfect and they don't know everything to begin with. So these same people could also say it's better just to go with what makes sense to you and adopting it to gain greater insight on how things affect your own life. So more of a gradual evolving of a, a worldview or a, a mindset could be the case as well with this type of worldview. Uh, but of course, naturally, based on what people's commitment is to that concept, it's it's going to vary as well. Some people might be kind of nominally committed to it. Some might be more zealous in their approach to it. And that's going to ultimately determine how they go about doing it, supporting it, even advocating for it with other people and in other areas as well. Now, if you take this concept on a national level or even just on a cultural level, you can see how it can gradually and uh, inter- interestingly flavor uh, people, a nation, a world group, what, what have you. If everyone's more of a secular scientific mindset, you're not going to necessarily have the same religious development or maybe even the same philosophical development that they would of other other nations or worlds or even just using our own world as a history a guide. So that, that could be some fun and interesting things you can incorporate in there. Maybe they've always been uh, godless, for lack of a better word, and they've been philosophizing for a long time, or maybe they don't even philosophize. They just say there's nothing. It's just, you know, we just are. And you try to make the best you can out of it. And so there could be a whole divergent way of mindset there. Maybe you have different paths. People could follow. You know, you're, you you want to make money and enjoy life. Some people want to be uh, a beneficiary of other people. They just benefit them or bless them in different ways and help their lives get better, like we said before. So it, it could be more in an in individualistic type of mindset, or you could have more of a collective worldview where everyone has to work together for the betterment of of the species or the race or the culture or the, the kingdom or whatever you're, you're talking about. So that lends itself obviously into different political thought processes and the way of looking at things, because if you don't have a, like I said before, an absolute sense of right or wrong or morality, shall we say, unless it's a group consensus, then it becomes very interesting because then morality is fluid, like I said before, and then you could have 
all sorts of stuff going on. And that could change with the generations. That could change with whoever is in power politically. It could just be a very maybe detrimental situation for it could cause wars and stuff or it could maybe stop wars and things like that. So that's a lot of historical and cultural and um, just, I think, fun dynamic elements to a world setting. And I say fun because whenever you have conflict, whenever you have discourse, and even a mildly uh, disagreement type of type of level, it, it adds conflict to story. And story basically is conflict. And so when you have these different concepts at play, or you have a constant changing or back and forth on what is and isn't a proper belief or, or a concept, shall we say, especially even in a, in a secular mindset or worldview, that adds a lot of resonance to a story and gives you a reason why things are the way they are. And you can definitely see, like I mentioned earlier, if people have this mindset that, well, you might be telling me that this is true in your philosophy or whatever, but you're a human being and you're not perfect. And I can have a different mindset or I can tweak whatever you want and that becomes a, a second second, uh, a second secular worldview. And you can have different concepts of, of warring ideology, shall we say, maybe not of a religious or a philosophical ideology necessarily, but just different ways of being uh, a secular mindset. So kind of different. I mean, it sounds weird explaining it that way, but I think I think you're getting what I'm trying to say there. If not, you can always send me a question too. I haven't done that recently, so I probably should plug that here too. You can send that question or commentary to cauldron at chadcorey.com. That's C-A-U-L-D-R-O-N at chadcorey.com. I'll be happy to incorporate that or into a future episode or answer the question and a future episode as well or see if I can answer it in the, by incorporating what you was brought up into another episode or podcast in particular. So I encourage you to do that. I'm also just kind of curious to see who's checking out the podcast and taking advantage of it, where you're finding it, how you're getting a hold of it, how you first discovered it, that kind of fun stuff. It's always kind of interesting to see who actually listens to this and what benefit they might be getting out of it in general. So I think with that, I will wrap it up. Like I said, it'd be a kind of a short episode today because it's not not a lot that I can share on it. And I don't do a lot of secular worldviews on a, on a global scale from the worlds I've done yet. I've done that before for some. It's usually more cultural things or regional things or just different racial groups that that have that philosophy because it's an interesting thing to do when you have different worldviews you know, colliding, like I said, the whole conflict thing. So I think I shared enough to kind of get the air thick, like we keep saying and give you some resources and information to go forward from there. And again, you can always, the benefit now of the internet, you can always go online and research this on your own, find out some specific things that are relevant for your certain situations, for your world setting or whatever you're doing or working on, and incorporate those accordingly. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. And we will see you next episode. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.